Peace and blessings, family. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another segment of Malaka Araya to the Remnant. Family, let me tell y'all. So I literally was trying to give you guys a sneak peek of the very first page and the very last page of my book. I think that the most high was not down with that. For real, y'all. I mean, I was really just so excited when I finally finished the book. Um, I didn't ask him. I didn't be like, you know, Father, is it your will for me to read some of this book um, to the healer, to the to the healers? <laughs> the book is about healing. No, but um, is it all right for me to read some of the book, um, you know, to my listeners and stuff like that? Uh, I initially just set out really wanting one person to hear it. And then I kind of just ran with it from there. And y'all... <laughs> So I published the segment, right? And then I went to sleep. Um, I just listened to that segment and literally had to unpublish the whole thing because it was crazy. It was literally all over the place. Bits and pieces was here and there and um, just even trying to take the time to fix it. It was just like abort, delete. You know, so that's just, um, it's one of those things where if Abba don't tell you to do something, you can't do it. And then I think like one of the craziest parts, um, about the whole thing is like, it's, it showed like six people listen to it already. So it doesn't show you, it doesn't show you if, uh, the listeners listen to the entire segment. So if anybody got to the end, I like, I know they like, what in the world was Malaka thinking like? But they could tell uh, that it was just kind of edited um, wrong, bad. It was it was a real bad edit. So anyway, um, with that being said, I guess you guys are just going to have to wait until it is published. It is in the editing phase. The editor has every page of it. And family mo, we going to have to wait, all right? Um, just know that if it is you who is will. It will be published really soon, and I'm looking forward to it. So anyway, let's get into the purpose of this segment, and that is Genesis chapter 8 from the Septuagint. And then, uh, let me see. May the Holy Spirit please lead and guide me to what uh, current translation of Genesis chapter 8 um, I should read. And with that being said, let's do this daily prayer for him. Okay, so you know what? I'm going to do it just a little bit different today. Um, before I share the daily prayer provided in the Sefer, I'm going to read or say uh, the blueprint of all prayers. And it is called uh, Adonai's Prayer or the Lord's Prayer. Okay, and it goes, Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Yah, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay, family. So, um, it just really pretty much came into my spirit that I uh, will be reading it from the easy-to-read version after uh, I read it out of the Brenton's Septuagint translation. And why can I not read the original uh, Septuagint? Because I don't read Greek. Okay, so we do have the Brenton's Septuagint translation, and this is available uh, in the Bible Hub. All right, amen. So let's go. Bereshit, chapter 8. And just for reading's sake, I'm going to read what it says here, family. Okay, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it in three different translations. Hallelujah. We're going to do it from the Septuagint to the easy to read version and then to the Sefer. Amen. All right, let's go. 
And God remembered Noah. Noah in the Septuagint is spelled N-O-E. Okay. Um, it kind of reminds me of the language in the Geneva Bible just a bit. But all right. And God remembered Noah and all the wild beasts and all the cattle and all the birds and all the reptiles that crept or that creep, as many as were with him in the ark. And God brought a wind upon the earth and the water stayed and the fountains of the deep were closed up and the floodgates of heaven and the rain from heaven was withheld and the water subsided. And went off the earth. And after a hundred and fifty days, the water was diminished, and the ark rested in the seventh month. On the twenty-seventh day of the month, on the mountains of Ararat. And the water continued to decrease until the tenth month. And in the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the heads of the mountains were seen. And it came to pass after 40 days, Noah opened the window of the ark, which he had made. And he sent forth a raven, and it went forth and returned not until the water was dried from off the earth. And he sent a dove after it to see if the water had ceased from off the earth and the dove not having found rest for her feet returned to him into the ark because the water was on all the face of the earth and he stretched out his hand and took her huh that ain't sound right wait verse 9 and the dove not find not having found rest for her feet returned to him into the ark because the water was on the face of the earth. And he stretched out his hand and took her and brought her to himself into the ark. And having waited seven other days, he again sent forth the dove from the ark. And the dove returned to him in the evening and had a leaf of olive, a sprig in her mouth. And Noah knew that the water had ceased from off the earth and having waited yet seven other days he again sent forth the dove and she did not return to him again anymore okay family so now let's go over to the sefer and see how verses 1 through 12 of genesis chapter 8 is read in the sefer and okay as promised here we go uh the easy read version of Genesis chapter 8 and again they use uh, the title God for our Heavenly Father in this translation alright so don't fight me okay for the super brews that may uh, be listening to this and I don't mean to say super brews to insult or anything but it's just you know there are some that are still more concerned about the letter of the law than the fellowship of the Ruach HaKodesh. And there may be some that have never heard Yah or Yahweh, Yahuwah, Yahweh, or even Yahweh. Okay, so just in case those that have not heard these names yet tune in i still want them to be edified praise the father all right so it reads but god did not forget about noah god remembered him and all the animals that were with him in the boat god made a wind blow over the earth and all the water began to disappear rain stopped falling from the sky and water stopped falling stopped flowing from under the heaven. The water that covered the earth began to go down. After 150 days, the water was low enough that the boat touched it again. The boat stopped on one of the mountains of Ararat. 
This was the 17th day of the seventh month. The water continued to go down. And by the first day of the 10th month, the tops of the mountains were able, were above the water. I was going to say were able to be seen. I don't know why, because that's not what it says. Um, again, reading sleepy. Once I get this done, I can knock out. Hallelujah. All right. The water continued to go down. And by the first day of the 10th month, the tops of the mountains were above the water. Forty days later, Noah opened the window he made in the boat. And they call the ark a boat here. Then he sent out a raven. The raven flew from place to place until the ground was dry and the water was gone. Noah also sent out a dove. He wanted it to find dry ground. He wanted it to know. He wanted to know if water still covered the earth. The dove could not find a place to rest because the water was still covered. The water still covered the earth. So the dove came back to the boat. Noah reached out his hand and caught the dove and brought it back into the boat. After seven days, Noah again sent out the dove. And that afternoon, the dove came back to Noah. The dove had a fresh olive leaf in its mouth. This was a sign to show Noah that there was dry ground on the earth. Seven days later, Noah sent the dove out again. But this time, the dove did not come back. Hallelujah, hallelujah, okay. I'm going to the daily prayer in the Sifa, but I just realized, like, I didn't give y'all my normal greeting, did I? No, I did not. So, shalom, shalom, salama, salam alaikum, shalom, wash poppin'. <laughs> I just had to. Okay, so here we go. Hallelujah, getting serious now. Blessed are you, Yahuwah of the armies, creator of the heavens and the earth, the Alahayim of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, our Alahayim, the Holy One of Yasharal, my all and my salvation, for giving us the spirit of peace. Modern European Hebrew. Why do I say modern European Hebrew? Because Yehuda, ben, <laughs> Yehuda ben Eleazar, a Frenchman, is said to be the father of this language. I'm just saying. Am I going to say that every time I read from it? Maybe. I don't know. But I just want you to know this is not ancient Ebre. And that is what our ancestors spoke. Ancient Hebrew, and then Spanish because we were in Spain and in Portugal before the transatlantic slave trade and if you don't believe me you can go on YouTube and find Benea Israel Hidden Hebrews uh, he's got about four uh, chapters in the series if I was y'all, I would check it out. All right. Here we go. Baruch Atah Yahuwah to Sabaoth. See, and you know how people be like, Sabaoth, right? Here in the Sefer, it's literally T, the T is probably silent. Sabaoth. And there was no, there was no Vs. So that more than likely was like a B. But I am not. <laughs> I am not, and I repeat, I am not a pro with this Hebrew stuff, okay? I am learning as I grow and as I go, and as much as I can possibly um, be of service to you and in, in giving you some of these words, I will try. But anyway, let's read it. Baruch atah Yahuwah sabaoth, barah ha-shamayim ve-ha-aretz ala haikem shal Abraham yitshak ve-ya'akov. Allah Hainu, Baal Kharosh, Echad, Yashara, 
Alawai, Riashai, Ashad, Nathan, Lanu, Ha, Ruach, Shalom. Amen. Ha, Ruach, Shalom. <laughs> All right. Let's get to uh, Genesis chapter 8 in the seafloor. All right, family, here we go. Bereshit 8, verses 1 through 12. And Elohim remembered Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And Elohim made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters assuaged. The fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped, and the rain from heaven was restrained. And the waters returned from off the earth continually, and after the earth, and after the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters were abated. And the ark rested in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, upon the mountains of Ararat. And the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In, I'm sorry, on the first day of the month were the tops of the mountains seen. And it came to pass at the end of forty days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. And he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth, from off the earth. And also he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face of the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned unto him into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her in, and pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came into him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was the olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet another seven days and sent forth the dove, which returned not again unto him any more. So, so far, everything sounds pretty identical. The Septuagint agrees with the ERV that agrees with the Sefer uh, concerning Genesis chapter 8, verses 1 through 12. Now, we will move on from 13 to 24. I believe it's 24 verses. 24 or 22. Let me see. We'll uh we'll get back after a song break.
family, in your knowing, in your understanding, in spirit and in truth. Understand, Yahushua HaMashiach is the Savior of the Chosen. Yahushua HaMashiach is the Savior of Yaakov and the remnant of those that shall believe that shall not be able to be counted as many as the stars in the sky and the sands in Yahushua HaMashiach is our help Hallelujah I run to you Yahushua in spirit and in truth because I have known your name shall Yahuwah satisfy me with long life and show me his Yahshua. Hallelujah, Yara Yahuwah. All of my help cometh from Yahusha. Hallelujah. All of our help comes from Yahuwah, Yahuwah, the Most High. Yah, hallelujah. Now, I again hope no one got offended. Uh, for those of us that are under the Hebraic understanding or the Ebrite understanding, and we no longer use the Christian name Jesus, please understand that all of our help comes from Yahweh Shia Mashiach, right? And we don't want to, um, offend anyone and we don't want to confuse those who don't fully know yet Amon alright so let's go family now we are in uh, verse 13 of Genesis chapter 8 reading back in the Septuagint okay family so now we are um, ready for chapter 13. If you guys hear the echo uh, behind me, this is two days later after I started the segment and I'm actually, um, I'm at work right now waiting for orientation. So I says, you know what? I have about 45 minutes. I'm that early. Um, so let me give, um, the listeners the rest of the chapters. Now I know some of you may be saying to yourself, well, why is she reading from, uh, the Septuagint, which is the Greek, translation of the Hebrew scriptures. It is all just for comparison's sake. Hallelujah. All right, family. So here we go. Genesis chapter 8, verse 13. And before we get started with reading the remaining verses um, of chapter 8, I want to share with you guys, in case you guys are like, what is this uh, Septuagint? And I was going to say Septuagint because that's the way it said it on Google when I'm like, you know, I just Google what is the Septuagint Bible. And literally, if you guys go on your Google search and you type in or just, you know, say Septuagint Bible, she's going to be like Septuagint. <laughs> so anyway, okay. So just to, guys, to give you guys just um, a little bit of knowledge as to what this translation is, it says... The Septuagint abbreviation LXX is the earliest extant Greek translation of the Old Testament from the original Hebrew. The Septuagint was presumably made for the Jewish community in Egypt when Greek was the common language throughout the region. So again, family, um... This is a Greek translation of Hebrew scriptures. So I I personally, I know that there was much lost in translation. All right, family, but for the sake of studying, let's go on ahead and um, start with verse 13 of chapter 8 of the book of Genesis. What I'm going to do is, like I've done, um... Throughout this whole series of Genesis, I'm going to read from the Septuagint. Uh, for the rest of this, I'll give it to you guys straight from the ERV and then uh, from the Sefer. Now, 
this is one segment for you guys, but it's it's being split up for me because I have a few things going on. Um, so if I don't finish, because I, I definitely got to make some food before I go to work tonight. Um, so if I don't finish, I will be back with another piece of the segment. But I'm hoping I can just get through it uh, before it's time for me to start getting ready to go. So let's go. And you know what, guys? Looking at the time, I think the children are going to be making dinner tonight. I'm, I'm at UPS slinging boxes, y'all. It's really grueling on my body. Um, I think my children are going to step up to the plate and they're going to make dinner tonight. And go kids. <laughs> All right, stop playing. Get serious. Get into the scriptures. Okay, family, here we go. And it came to pass in the 601st year of the life of Noah, in the first month, on the first day of the month, the water subsided from off the earth, and Noah opened the covering of the ark which he had made, and he saw that the water had subsided from the face of the earth. And in the second month, the earth was dried, and on the twenty-seventh day of the month, Yahuwah spoke, but it says here, And the Lord God spoke to Noah, saying, Come out from the ark, thou and thy wife, and thy sons, and thy sons' wives with thee, and all the wild beasts, as many as were with thee, and all flesh, both of birds and beasts, and every reptile moving upon the earth, bring forth with thee, and increase ye, and multiply upon the earth. And Noah came forth, and his wife and his sons, and his sons' wives with him, and all the wild beasts, and all the cattle, and every bird, and every reptile creeping upon the earth after their kind came forth out of the ark. And Noah built an altar to the Lord, and took off all clean beasts, um, and took of all clean beasts, and of all clean birds, and offered a whole burnt offering upon the altar. And the Lord God smelled a sweet smell. Mm -mm, I didn't read that right. Verse 21. And the Lord God smelled a smell of sweetness. And the Lord God, having considered, said, I will not any more curse the earth because of the works of men, because of because the imagination of man is intently bent upon evil things from his youth. I will not therefore any more smite all living flesh as I have done. All the days of the earth, seed and harvest, cold and heat, summer and spring shall not cease by day or night. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you guys know that this is why people run around as if they don't have to keep the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High? Because they're banking on this promise. But see, he said that he will not smite all living things. Man that is corrupt will be dealt with. So go ahead and parade the flag around as if it is a joke. As if it's like, nah, 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 nah. You said you won't flood us again. But he didn't say that the wicked won't come to utter destruction. I'm just saying. All right, y'all, let's go on over to the ERV. Now, again, the reason for this is for comparison's sake. To hear the language that's used in all three different translations. See if they differ or see if they are uh, mirrors of one another. All right. Here we go. Verse 13 of uh, Genesis chapter 8. Now read in the easy read version. After that, Noah opened the door of the boat. He looked and saw. See here, it doesn't call it an ark, right? It calls it a boat. Uh-oh. BRB. Okay, sorry guys. That was uh, my baby boy. Yashua Obadiah calling me. He had to ask his mommy a question. <laughs> okay, so anyway. Uh, sheesh, what verse were we at? Oh, okay, we were, we were right here, verse 13. 
All right, so let's go. After that, Noah opened the door of the, of the boat. He looked and saw that the ground was dry. This was the first day of the first month of the year. He was 601 years old. By the, tw by the 27th day of the second month, the ground was completely dry. Now you guys hear the tone in this. It's kind of like exactly how we talk today, right? Verse 15. Then God said to Noah, leave the boat. You, your wife, your sons, and your sons' wives should go out now. Bring every living animal out of the boat with you, all the birds, animals, and everything that crawls on the earth. So what's the difference here? In the Septuagint, it says birds and beasts and reptiles. Here it says birds, animals, and everything that crawls on the earth, right? These animals will make many more animals. And they will fill the earth again. So Noah went out with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives. All the animals, everything that crawls, and every bird left in the boat. All the animals came out of the boat. And uh, -uh all of the animals came out of the boat in family groups. Then Noah built an altar to honor the Lord. Noah took some of all the clean birds and some of all the clean animals and burned them on the altar as a gift to God. The Lord smelled these sacrifices and it pleased him. So what did it say in the, uh, the Septuagint? It said the sweet smells. Here it says the Lord smelled these sacrifices and it pleased him. The Lord said to himself, I will never again curse everything as a way to punish people. People are evil from the time they are young, but I will never again destroy every living thing on earth as I did this time. So he didn't say that he wouldn't destroy evil people. He said that he won't destroy everything on earth because of evil people. Mm -hmm. Verse 22, as long as the earth continues, there will always be a time for planting and a time for harvest. There will always be cold and hot and summer and winter, day and night on earth. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, Yahuwah. Okay, that's enough of the Lord God, God, Lord, Lord God stuff, right? Let's go on over. And I know I did say I was going to read it uh, in the Sefer, but I changed my mind. I'm going to read it. In the TS 2009. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Bereshit 8, starting in verse 20. Sorry, starting in verse 13. I just saw 20 and it just was in my mind. 20 and it just came out like that, but my bad. All right. Verse 13 of Bereshit chapter 8. And it came to be in the 601st year, in the first month. Of the first day of the new moon. See, both of the other translations didn't say it. Because those are Christian translations. Let me just let you know. Alright. That was when the Greek language was the language spoken in Mitzrayim. Why? Because the Grecians had already conquered the people. So, he took our Hebrew. They took our Hebrew scriptures. And translated it in their language. So, they could teach it the way they wanted to. Alright, so the TS 2009, the Hallelujah Scriptures, and the Seifers have um, done a, a job, you know, and I think it was an okay job with translating back to the original, right? But they ain't got it all either. Right now, we know a part, we see in part, we hear in part, we prophesy in part, 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 but one day, soon and very soon... We are going to see our king. Hallelujah. And when we see our king and are face to face with our king, we will know him as we are known. Amen. All right. Don't get me to preaching. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And it came to be in the 601st year, in the first month, the first day of the new moon, that the waters were dried up from the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked. And saw the surface of the ground was dry. 
And in the second new moon, on the 27th day of the new moon, the earth was dry. And Alahayim spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives. Bring out with you every life. Okay, now here, this is different, right? It says every life form of all flesh that is with you, of birds, of cattle, and all creeping creatures. Hear the difference there? Go back and rewind it. Go back and hear what it said for verse 17 of Bereshit chapter 8 in the Septuagint. Then, then, you know, fast forward a little bit and see what it said in the ERV. And now see what it's saying here in the TS 2009. And all about getting, get understanding. I want you guys to hear the difference. The differences in translation. All right. Verse 17. Bring out with you every life form of all flesh that is with you. Of birds, of cattle, and all creeping creatures. The creeping creatures on the earth. And let them team on the earth. Let them team on the earth. And bear and increase on the earth. You hear that? You hear the difference? Man, if I had the time, I would go over to the sea for right now too. Let, we could do it. Let's go to the Sefer and see how verse 17 of Bereshit 8 reads. After a song from one of my favorite uh, Ebrites or Hebrew artists. Y'all already know who it is. Joy Lester.
Now, you guys know that when I read from the Sefer, I like to uh, read the daily prayer that is provided. So today, the prayer is, Blessed are you, Yahuwah, forever and ever, for giving us the spirit of obedience by the spirit of Messiah. Yada, Yahawah. So the word in this modern Hebrew for obedience is Shama. And doesn't that make so much sense that it would be Shama when Shema means to listen. Shema, 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 Yashua. All right, I had to. So it says, in this modern Hebrew, right? Baruch Yahweh, Hamevarek Laolam Vayed Ashar Natan Lanu Ha Ruach Shama Be Ha Ruach 
Mashiach. Amen. All right, let's get on over to Bereshit. I'm pressing time now, guys. I need to be walking out of this door by 4.15, and it's 4.04. Can we do it? Think we could do it? All right, starting at verse 13. Hallelujah. And I don't like rushing. I'm not rushing because I'm Ebre. But um, get the joke. All right, anyway, maybe not. Maybe it went over your head. But okay. <laughs> Here we go. Bereshit, chapter 8, verse 13, in the Sefer. And it came to pass in the 601st year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried. So now you see the first day of the month is always a new moon. I need y'all to know that. All right. As it read in the TS 2009, which I do think is much more thorough than the Sefer. But everybody love the Sefer. But I, so anyway, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month on the seventh and 20th day of the month was the earth dried and Alahayim spoke unto Noah and here it says Noah right uh, there's the Sefer y'all know who wrote the Sefer do your homework do your research see who uh, are the people the group that translated uh, this Sefer that we be reading verse 15 and Alahayim spoke unto Noah saying go forth uh, go forth of the ark, you and your woman and your sons and your son's woman with you. Bring forth with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle and of every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth that they may breed. So the other one said team, right? And this one says breed abundantly in the earth and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. And Noah, Noah, Went forth and his sons and his son's woman and wait. Noah went forth and his sons and his woman and his son's woman, women. Every beast, every creeping thing, every fowl and whatsoever creeps upon the earth after their kind. So remember one translation said reptiles, right? And this says the things that creep went forth out of the ark. Creeps and crawls. Right. Okay. Verse 20. And Noah built an altar unto Yahweh and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered ascending smoke offerings on the altar. And Yahweh smelled a sweet. Here we go again with the sweet savor. Right. Sacrifices, burnt offerings make a good, nice, yummy smell up to the Shamayim to Yahweh. Right? Do y'all realize that our people had done so treacherously? And he was like that, pretty much saying that that stuff stunk under his nose because it was wicked hearted people giving these at giving these uh smoke offerings, ascending smoke offerings to Yahuwah. They were just as crooked and messed up in their heart, but they were still giving offerings. And he said, Y'all offerings stink to me. I don't want them no more. All right, verse 21. And Yahuwah smelled a sweet savor. And Yahweh said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite anyone. Mm -mm. It didn't say smite anyone. Sorry. <laughs> Rewind. Neither will I again smite anyone. Everything living as I have done. Why do I keep saying that? Because my, my brain is Russian. And I keep saying I'm not Russian. I'm Hebrew. But I'm, shh. All right. We're going to read that again. Verse 21 of Bereshit chapter 8. And it reads. And Yahuwah smelled a sweet savor. And Yahuwah said in his heart. I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither... Will I again smite any more everything living as I have done? While the earth remains, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. Hallelujah. 
All right, family, stay tuned for chapter eight when it gets done. Love you guys so much. Shalom, shalom, shalama, salam alaikum. Peace out. Peace in. Peace in, Yashara. All right, love y'all. Smooches.